as we discover together, as we uncover many aspects of law of attraction, spiritualism, and science. To see all possibilities, to see the wonder, and to see the magic that makes up all that is you, me, us, love. Along the way, we can attract wisdom. I'm delighted you're here with me exploring. The journey's always better with friends. Hello, my friends. Welcome back and thanks for spending some time with me. So in this podcast, we're going back to Ashlam, who I adore, and we will be back with Asana soon. I love you tremendously, Asana. We are so blessed to have these great conversations with these wise entities. You might hear me say that I really like the second and third sessions with my clients. And don't get me wrong, I find the first sessions fascinating, but for me, it's like building a house. The second session and third session is when I can walk into the house. In this podcast, this is Casey's second session, and we talk directly with Ashlam. The second sessions do two things for the client. It allows further guidance from your higher self directly because you're listening to the conversation back, and it strengthens the connection between you and your higher self. Just like when we learn a new concept at math at first, the formula seems kind of scary. There's letters in it and you only know numbers. But with practice, you get a greater understanding and you figure out how to plug in the numbers in the place of the letters and you make a connection. This is what it feels like to me. It feels like I'm strengthening the connection with each session between you and your higher self. The first session, even though it's amazing, and even for me, there's a little doubt. Like, did I make that up? Did that really happen? And I think it's because it feels really surreal. By the second and definitely by the third session, there is no doubt whatsoever left. People could tell you you are crazy, that no higher selves exist, and you might just smile at them and nod your head in sympathy. It doesn't matter what I believe. It doesn't matter what somebody else believes. It matters what you believe. I know it's odd, right? But your belief creates your own reality. So perception is everything. And you get to decide what you believe in. You get to decide how you perceive something. You get to choose whether it's false. You get to choose whether it's right. You get to prove it, not prove it. Your beliefs create your reality. Now, if there is some of you out there that you are not sure about this belief thing, creating your own reality, that's okay. A really good YouTube video to watch is by Bruce Lipton, The Biology of Belief, The Full Lecture. He really lays out how beliefs work within our own bodies. I really like this lecture because it gives enough science for a greater understanding and Bruce is a really good teacher. Remember, Science is only the study of nature, and we are nature. All that is, is nature. Back to Casey's second session. Before I put Casey under, we went out for for some sushi. We discussed many things, and of course, Ashlam was right there, as Casey is Ashlam. And Casey is into LARP live action role-playing. Let's listen in. We were talking about you over sushi. (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) And we were talking many things. 
And Casey has taken voice lessons. He's found a voice coach. Yes, he's finally, he's finally stepping out. Yeah, it's so exciting. And he was telling me about Lark. Yes. Yeah. One of his passions that he keeps. Yeah. And do you think this passion might be something he can do as a living? It would be a dream of his to be able to have a living doing this. Ah, so Ashlam, you will help him. (laughs) I am already helping him. (laughs) I'm sure. And um, his girlfriend, Kaza. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure that was totally guided. Absolutely. Yeah. It happened just when it was right for it to happen. Yeah. I was telling Casey, I said, Casey, I think this is the one. (laughs) (laughs) It was love at first sight. Oh, that's wonderful. And she's creative. She is. Yeah. She thinks outside the box. Uh Uh-huh. In a way that he finds very, very interesting. He, it, 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 there's never a dull moment. Yeah. So he, so she's his catalyst, catalyst in a way. Well, yes, one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Aw, that's so nice. Inspiration. Yeah, inspiration. Which the artist would say the muse. <laughs> yes, the muse. Mm-hmm. Casey and Kaza, his girlfriend, met at LARP. Isn't that funny? An event that both hesitated going to. How ironic, right? What intrigued me was the confirmation from Ashlam that they met at the right time when it was supposed to happen. And this made me ponder from like having conversations with my friends out there and they're saying, when am I going to meet someone? When am I going to fall in love? When am I going to find love? And I remember just saying like the saying that was taught to me, you'll find love when you're not looking. And now that I know a little bit more, I think that there's more in play. Remember, you have free will. You are vibrating your beliefs that you have about yourself creates you, right? Your physical and your higher self is uh, your non-physical entities, your guides or your higher self is assisting you as they know your true attention set by birth, prior to birth. We have forgotten our intentions. It's part of the game to forget makes it more challenging. And there's infinite possibilities. I also know we have a few agreements from the other side to move us forward, to help us with our soul work. And I think what's important to take away from this is that don't worry about finding your love. It's going to come to you. Just focus on your vibration. Focus on feeling good. Focus on radiating love. Let go of the idea that you need someone. Because when you radiate love, you cannot help attract love and know that it is unfolding perfectly. Your higher self and guides are always moving you to your truest desires. The work for us is allowing yourself to be inspired, looking at what comes into your reality. How many of you out there get invited to a party It is not by accident. Pay attention to what is coming into your reality. I know that we get invited to things or an event and we say, nah, I don't feel like going or so-and-so is going to be there. I don't, I don't want to see that person, right? 
People, we have to work with our guides, not against them. Thank goodness they love us and they like us a ton and they're infinitely patient. But pay attention to what is coming to you. It is not by accident. Okay. Over sushi, I was telling Casey about my idea about this play. And um, let's listen in. So it's funny. I was telling him about my um, my play idea. And I was just like, Casey, you should totally take this and run with it. It's a uh, he hearing the idea it was inspiration for him. Yeah, he saw universal truths in it that mm-hmm. anyone can connect to. Mm-hmm. And with with that, there's a lot that he could do with that. Yeah, he can explore his musical side. He can explore his writing side. He can. Yeah. Yeah. So I think collaborating on this would be a good idea for him and I. I agree. Yeah. And just play with it. And you know what I like about it, Ashlam, is that, you know, my my higher self had, had, I'm sure this was my higher self inspiration, right? And I've had this idea kicking around, but I just haven't had the right venue and the, and the, the right people that could come into my life to create. Because I like the idea that we can use Lark to hone in on the writing and the songs and play and and play in a relaxed way instead of like because so often us humans we we have to make it perfect the first time yes and sometimes with that there's a sense of fear that kind of discourages you from mm-hmm. pursuing it to mm-hmm. to its end right so this allows, this gives us the space to play with this idea. And whatever happens, who cares? It's just fun to play. It is fun to play. Yeah, it's fun to play. Casey's having a lot of fun. Yeah. But with this, with this idea, I, I, could see, I could see him exploring a lot of create, creative sides and collaborating. And, yeah. You know. Yeah. And he said, I told, cause I was telling Casey, so I'm not really snarky, whatever. I, I have other strengths. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I know that this needs like the, the main character of this fairy needs to be snarky, you know, and I just can't write that because that's just not who I am. And, uh, Casey's like, Oh no, no, I know somebody who can be snarky. And I'm like, perfect. Yes. Yeah. To, to give up control in, in the creative process is sometimes the best thing you can do. Yes, yes. We yeah. all have different strengths. Casey has his strengths. Yep. And you have your strengths. Yep, exactly. Yeah. To give up control in the creative process is sometimes the best thing that you can do. I love that line from Ashlam. Or thinking that it has to be perfect for this first time. And he says... Sometimes with that, there's a sense of fear that kind of discourages you from pursuing it to its end. How many of you out there have an idea and the fear discourages you? Look, I'm not saying you have to start something and complete it. That's not what I'm saying. You can start something and say, okay, and then you stop because you've gone too many steps in your head. And you never take another step because you get discouraged or you have doubts or fear. Your higher self will inspire you to work on it. Will you act on that inspiration? You don't have to work on anything or should work on it. If you feel inspired, if you are excited, push past that fear that comes up because there will always be this little doubt, right? But just ignore it and work on your idea, if, especially if you're excited about it. And that idea, might you might complete it to the end or it's going to lead you to another idea that will lead you to the path that you're supposed to be on. Let go of the outcome 
And what's interesting is we really, I mean, as much as we like to forecast and plan the outcome and control the outcome, we really don't have any control over the outcome. I mean, it feels like we do, but it doesn't. And I'm gaining a lot of understanding around being tied to the outcome or going too many steps ahead. It's so ingrained in me. I have to do a self-talk a lot to myself. And and this is my self-talk. I'm going to share it with you guys. Okay. This is what I say to myself. Don't be attached to the form. Don't be attached to the outcome or the byproduct. Any creations I create, I let go. I am just exploring and having fun. Now, I want you out there, have you had an idea, an idea that gets you excited? Yes? Can you take one step today? Yep, this very day. I want you to take one step. I don't care if you write it down. I don't care if you call someone. Whatever it is, I want you to take one step. That's it. And would you mind letting me know if you took a step? I would really appreciate it. And you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, my website, all Attracting Wisdom. So look for Attracting Wisdom and you should find me, message me, whatever. I just want to know if some of you out there are taking that step. All right. The next part of the conversation is we are not meant to be good at everything. Let's listen in. It's interesting because I feel that society, Ashlam, kind of, you know, well, you got to be good at reading and you got to be good at writing and you got to be good at math. And then you've got to be good at chemistry and you have to be good at biology and you have to get your A's. And they kind of, instead of playing on individual strengths, like, oh, you know what? Biology is just not your thing. It's okay. Yes. This is a truth that Casey felt going growing up in school that nobody's good at everything. Nobody's perfect at everything. Mm-hmm. You can try to make it seem like you are, but mm-hmm. we have strengths for a reason and you don't have to be good at everything. And that's, mm-hmm. that is something that Casey struggled with, mm. especially growing up in school. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people struggle with that. I think, I think society, of course, it's all for them. Mm-hmm. I understand the, the yes. that, but um, I think it's nice to share that you are not meant to be good at everything. Right. In fact, the things that you're not good at probably are your greatest teachers. Yes. You know, and of course, the things that you're good at is probably also your greatest teacher and meaning that that's your path, right? Because when you're in joy with doing something, that's also a very nice thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But accepting that you're not good at something is a great teacher, too. There's lessons to be learned in, in both. Mm-hmm. Lessons to be learned in both. Lessons in both. Whether you are good at something or not, there are lessons in both. This idea that no matter what you try, it's for you. Will this ease you into trying new things, even though you're not good at it? Can you take a stance of curiosity around it? I hope this encourages you to be a little less hard on yourself and others, which leads me to Asana. Let's listen in. I was talking to another higher conscious, my friend Nikki, and her name is Asana. And uh, she was giving Nikki advice that everyone that shows up for you, not only the ones that you like, but especially the ones that you don't like, is the most growth. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's, uh, there is 
knowledge to be gained in 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 that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know it's interesting because um, it feels when we go through our life here, it feels very random. It really does. Nothing is. And nothing is random. And it's like, (laughs) even like, you know, when you spill your coffee on your pants, that was not random. That's not because you weren't fully awake. There are many mornings you're not fully awake and you don't spill coffee. But when you spill coffee on your pants that morning, that was for you. And um, I guess what is hard for us because we don't remember is to know that to, to see how that is for us and to understand the limiting belief, you know, like maybe spilling the coffee is you were supposed to be delayed at work because you think if you're not on time, you're not perfect. If you're not perfect, you're not good. Yes. There until recently, Casey feel felt like the world was happening to him and mm-hmm. not for him. Mm-hmm. And now he's starting to see. Yeah. Experiences such as school, projects at work, people in our lives, including places we live and visit, nothing is random. It is all for us. To help us see who we are, to uncover our beliefs, to examine limiting belief. That is the magic, my friends, to discover and experience who we truly are. Right. So this feels different from what you're taught. I know. Life is really not about getting a job, paying your bills, and then dying. I know. Shocking. Imagine that. There really is so much more going on. Now, put on your listening ears, my friend, and listen closely to what Ashlam says about Kaza. There's a puzzle piece in there. Let's listen in. Now, could you share with us an example of where he saw, like, I think tonight when we were talking about Kaza that he knew it was he, she was for him. Like, I think he, he really understood that tonight very clearly. He, he knew right away. He knew he, right away with her. It's, it's hard to, to hold that back. That's, um, okay. That was, um, always destined to be. Oh, oh, I'm so excited for them. Um, Me too. <laughs> <laughs> he knew right away. It's hard to hold that back always destined to be. The line when Ashlam said it was hard to hold that back made me pause. Some things are held back, right? Curious, why? And I think they may hold things back from us because we're not vibrationally ready. And it kind of reminds me when I was, um, Madeline was on the internet and she was looking at animal pictures and she stumbled upon men having sex with men. I I don't know how it happened. I'm sure it was for me and her. And she wanted to know like, mommy, what is this? And I said, oh, bebe, it's just um, men playing with each other, playing a game, you know, and, and like kind of push it aside And I think there are some ideas out there or some experiences out there that we're just not really ready for. And they may direct us in a certain way or hold some things back until we're ready. And I think that's really kind of loving. They really are looking out for us for our highest good. And it makes me feel comfortable that we have such support in life. And I didn't know about this support until later in life, like really aware of it, consciously aware of it, that there really are 
angels and guides and your higher self. And there's so much more going out out there that we don't see. Anyways, I always get caught up in the magic. Okay. This next part, I ask Ashlam to give us an example how Casey saw something that happened to him, meaning like it happened to him, not for him. He was the victim. And I wanted Ashlam to show his perspective on it, how it was really for Casey. Let's listen in. Can you share something small that happened that he thought it happened to him instead of for him and then show maybe what happened for him. When he was younger, he didn't get along very well with his mother. He got into a a fight with, with his mother, over grades, actually. It's, mm. it's, you bring that up. Mm-hmm. And um, he was, he got so upset that he, he left the house. He wasn't kicked out, but he mm-hmm. left the house. Mm-hmm. And he left the house for a very long time. Well, long for him. It was only a couple of days. But in that time, he went out into the woods and he was sad. But in that time, he reconnected with nature. Mm. He um, He spent some time by himself some quiet time. And Casey never spends time by himself. He's always a person that surrounds himself with friends and people. But this was a time for him to kind of go inward Mm -hmm. and think about himself and to reconnect with nature. And he was, at the time, all he could think about was how upset he was with his parents and how, you know, no one understood him. And he was... And he eventually came you know, mended those relationships. But at the time, he just felt so upset that that they could you know, not understand him so much. In mm. that, during those times that he spent in the woods, he learned a lot. So that was really for him. So he didn't, he was upset with his mother, right? Playing yes. that role. Of being upset with the grades, right? Yes. And he took that very seriously. But by by him going into the woods, connecting with nature, which when he connects with nature, he really connects with you, right? Yes. It's a direct line. Exactly. So when he connected with nature and connecting with his higher self, which was you, it really helped him and it expanded him in ways that he wasn't aware Exactly. Mm-hmm. He needed to learn a lesson that Casey always tries to make everybody in his life happy all the time. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he really tries to be his best self for everybody. But he he needed to understand that he can't make everybody happy all the time. Mm. That was the limiting belief. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he had to find happiness within himself. And yeah, he's starting to. This feels like I'm witnessing character's development, or should I say I'm getting a glimpse of a soul's work. Casey was so upset with his parents, not understanding him, and left the house going into the woods. At that time, Casey could not see how it was for him, but he was learning and expanding. Let me ask you this, friends. Have you gone through something that was so upsetting that you could only see the wrong in it? caught up in it? How could that person do it to you? How, why would they do that? Feeling hurt, sad, mad, frustrated. These events in our lives can also be called lessons or manifestation events, tests. It doesn't matter what we call them. We all go through them. What fascinates me, it is always for us to show us our limited belief or limiting belief, or our fears. So friends, when you are going through your next test or manifestation event, or just something yucky, I want you to imagine me by your side, 
along with your millions of guides and your higher self cheering you on. Ashlam was showing Casey his limiting belief, trying to make every everyone else happy. Find happiness within yourself. You can't make everyone happy. This story was for me as much as it was for Casey, trying to make everyone happy. I am beginning to understand you really can't make everyone happy. And that's okay because we are not meant to make everyone happy. We are meant to flow our love and be happy inside. Now, I'm doing this podcast, right? I'm, I'm writing the script and I just glanced up over at my TV screen and I see in big red letters, love you. <laughs> and I know it's a message from them and they're very cute on the other side and they want me to fa- further elaborate on this. Okay. Not only are we not responsible for other people's happiness, they want us to love ourselves foremost. We tend to be our harshest critics. I know. Me personally, I find it a lot easier to love someone else's flaws or fears or contrast within them than to love what I perceive as my own flaws, my own cons, my own discrepancies within me. I want you to imagine drawing a circle on a piece of white paper. That circle is beautiful, but it is one dimensional. Now I want you to shade in that circle with your own fears. It's going to show contrast in that circle, right? And in that contrast, shading that circle, that circle now becomes a sphere. And they asked me to do this exercise. They asked me to draw a circle. Then they asked me to shade it in. I saw it become a sphere. And they asked, well, what do you prefer? And I knew I preferred a sphere. I understand that fears make us multidimensional. And I can love my fears. I can love my flaws. I can love my cons because it makes me whole. It makes me Isabel. And so can you love yourself, all of you, every part of you? I hope you can. And I hope this inspires you to start loving yourself. Did you also hear how when Casey went into the woods, how like connecting to nature was like a connection to Ashlam. And I just wanted to touch upon this because I know sometimes we get really busy and we don't go outside or we're outside for a brief moment of time and we don't connect. Even if you look at pictures of nature, like have it on your screensaver, have it on your phone, put nature images around you. It has a lot of beneficial effects. And if you just want to go on the sciencey part and not the spiritual part, connecting with your higher self, there's a great science paper around this. The role of nature in coping with 
Psychophysiological Stress, a Literature Review on Restorativeness. I'm just going to read you a little expert, ex, ex, a little snippet of it. The positive emotional states elicited by viewing natural stimuli are part of the mechanism underlying the landmark of Ehrlich's finding that hospital patients had a more favorable recovery and shorter post-operative hospital stays, lower scores of post-surgical complications, fewer negative comments in nurses' notes, and fewer medicine. If their windows overlook trees rather than a brick wall. Another study found that heart rates and self-reports of emotional states of patients in dental clinics improved the exposure to natural environments. Patients felt calmer on days when a mural depicting a natural scene on the wall than on the days when the wall was blank. All that means is that whole mumbo jumbo, sciencey, blah, blah, blah. It means that you heal faster, you're less stressed, even if you look at nature versus looking at a blank wall. So much so, there's a documentary out there where prisons are now projecting nature scenes on blank walls, and they are stunned with the positive shifts in their prison. Stunned. And if you could see me right now, I'm winking at you because we have uncovered another reason why connecting with nature is so good for us. It is because it is giving us access to our higher self and our higher self is vibrating and is pure love. And when you get in contact with pure love, you're in joy, you're happy. So I hope that helps you. Your higher self is always sending you signs and to help and guide you. Now, good news, Casey is seeing the signs from Ashlam. Let's listen in. Mm. Has he been seeing signs from you? Yes. He has. He told me about the hawk. The hawk was, yes, was a a sign, a very, uh, a sign to let him know that I was there. And it, it, it caused him to, to, to think about the presence that I, that I have, that I'm always, always with him. Yeah. And that he can, he can talk to me. He can talk to me whenever he wants. But he, uh, the, the hawk was a symbol of the air. It was a bird that's flying through the sky, similar to the life that I showed him. Ah. That was why you showed him the hawk. Ah. I show him a lot, but Uh now he's knowing where to look. Now he can see a little bit more. Yeah. Do you see how Ashlam tied in the hawk in the air with the pilot's life? You know what's kind of interesting? Casey gave me this book to read called Soul Signs, An Elemental Guide to Your Spirit by Rosemary Altia. And she talks about fire, air, water, earth, and sulfur are the elements. And there's more to it in this book on elements. But she says that we have our soul is like a certain kind of element and it's anyways it's it's interesting Casey turns out that he's the air sign and after you know talking to Ashlam I'm like of course he's the air sign it makes perfect sense Uh, feel free to check out that book it's kind of cool you can find out what soul sign you are I just want to let you know, I am water and a peacemaker. Okay. Sometimes I anchor a color to the client. And so when they see a color, they know it's from their higher self, giving them a sign. 
it's an easy sign for you guys to see a color. Ashlam gives the color green to Casey. And I laugh because right when I was giving the session, Casey's jacket was right next to me and it was green. And he wears this green jacket every day. He's a Jets fan. What I find interesting is the story Ashlam shares with us that green has been a theme in Casey's life. Let's listen in. Green's been a, a, a theme throughout Casey's life. Oh, really? The Casey hasn't thought about this in a while, but the the carpet of his childhood bedroom was green. Ah, very nice. It, yeah, it's a it's a color that seems to follow that yeah. I that I place in different parts of his life. That's so sweet. Now I've got to look at the colors around me. Ashlam and I, we talk about how things are not random. We discuss that we're never alone, that we have so many supporting us on the other side that he even told me, he's like, Isabel, like you can't even conceive it. And I thought that was really interesting. We talk about the connection is growing strong between him and Casey. We talk about how Casey is seeing the possibilities and wonders in life, which is awesome. And this next part that I want to share with you is about stepping out. Let's listen in. He um, is starting to step out of out of his bubble a little bit. And yeah, it's always whenever he does, it's always rewarding. Yeah. You know, he was mentioning, you know, we work together and he was like, you know, this is my palace. <laughs> this is my palace. That's why I showed him that. Yeah. And I said, I said, Casey, I understand because this is my palace, you know, and we're about to step out of the palace, you know. Yeah. And it's scary, but it's okay. It's okay to, to be scared. But so sure. It's fun, isn't it? Yes, it is fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, you know, um, I tell, I, I tell Casey and, you know, even though I seem so confident, um, I still have to push past fear. You know, we all do. It's a yeah. process for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I said, Casey, I said, Casey, I think Ashlam really wants you to have a creative life. Like really go for it. There's a lot of potential mm-hmm. and a lot of, there, there, it could be very rewarding. Yeah. 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 To, through creativity, you can touch many people's lives mm-hmm. or you could convince mm-hmm. yourself out of doing it and mm-hmm. in other, in past lives, he's let fear be more of a guiding force than than it should have been yeah. because it's just so much more fun to step out and to be creative and even if even if even if the message doesn't land with everybody it's it's still fun it's still yes. fun to try yeah yeah just play yes. yeah it's just fun yeah just play what a wonderful reminder this next part ashlam confirms a few things for us And can you pick up three themes? All right, put on your listening ears. Let's listen in. So I think, I think Casey is definitely going to play. And I think he's thinking of possibilities of where to play, you know, and where to go. And we don't necessarily need to know the, you know, the five steps ahead, but just take one step, one step at a time. And, and now that Casey understands that you are placing the next stone for him to step onto, that he can feel more confident to put his foot out before the stone is there. Mm. And he can walk across the invisible bridge, knowing that the stones will always be there. So it's been rewarding every, every time. Yeah. Yeah. And some, all the fear that he has is usually pretty unrational, irrational. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Most, most of our fear is irrational. And then even, even, you know, I think about the tiger. I love the tiger. Mm. I, I, Ashlam, I listened to our session over and over again, and it just cracks me up when you said the tiger was brilliant. (laughs) And I was just like, it was, it was, it was so nice for me personally, because it was like talking to my favorite director of my movie (laughs) and like, and this is why she wears drabby clothes. Like that's not by accident or like, this is why she got red shoes or this is why this dinosaur was picked. And I'm like, oh, oh you picked the raptor. Oh, okay. <laughs> Every detail is thought out for a reason. It's- right. Yeah. And we just take it for granted and we just like, well, it's just part of the scene. Even yeah. in Casey's current life. Even in Casey's current life, nothing is random. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's nice uh, to see that nothing's random. What did I do today? I don't know. It felt really random and I just <laughs> laughed and I'm like, oh, well, you know, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I understand that it's not random, but, you know, it still feels so random. Sometimes it, that, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Did you catch them? Here's what I picked up. One step at a time. Put your foot out knowing that you are taken care of by your higher self and your guides. Every detail is thought out for a reason. Nothing is random. In this next part, I ask Ashlam what Casey needs to focus on. Let's listen in. And to explore different types of art. See how other people do it. Get get inspiration through different things that he normally wouldn't expect to. Ah, that's very nice. So he, did he have like an inkling that he wanted to explore something and he's like, eh, that's just not my thing? Sometimes he convinces himself that things are not his thing, but... He should, he should take another look at that. Yes, there's, yeah. a, there's, a, there's much to be learned from from these things that he might naturally turn his back towards yeah well that's you know that's really interesting because i think we all kind of do that like uh, i don't feel like watching that tv show right now Mm -hmm. right or uh uh, i don't want to read that book or uh, i don't want to call this person yeah but you'd be surprised how much you learn from stepping out of your normal routine Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm I think that's a great, great message. Step outside of your normal routine. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot to be learned. And there's a lot to be learned. And if it comes to you, it really is for you. Yes. Yeah. You think it's random, but it's not. No, it never is. Mm -hmm. I try to do... um, I actually think it was a Jim Carrey movie. I think he had to say yes, yes throughout the whole movie. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. And uh, so, like, if somebody, if, like, an email or a phone call or if somebody, if something comes to me, I'm like, okay, this is for me. This is not random. Including a telemarketer. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't feel natural, but it's, it is fun to, to explore that. Yeah. Yeah. And and then I always think like, okay, well, maybe the telemarketer wasn't necessarily for me, but maybe I was for the telemarketer. Exactly. Yeah. So I answer the call. Yeah. And you might have been the most interesting call that they had all day. What? Isabel, are you asking me to answer telemarketing calls? Not at all, friend. I'm just asking you to keep it in the back of your mind. If something shows up in your reality, just take a look at it. Pause. Maybe do something. Maybe do nothing. But the fact that you are noticing is huge. Huge. All right. Let's listen back in. Seeing a broader perspective of the day, the in and out of the mundane, we would say it's really not mundane. Mm, No. There's nothing normal about these lives. The the the, the strangest thing that be 
to happen would be something being completely normal because it's never normal. It's always strange. There's strange things happening all the time. Yes, yes. And people think it's normal. Right. (laughs) 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 And I love the irony of life, you know, (laughs) and and we get caught up into um, the nine to five job, saving for retirement, staying in a relationship that you've outgrown or not staying in a relationship that you should, you know. Everything that you're expected to do or supposed to do or what you think that you're supposed to do. Yeah. Following all that. It's... Yeah. It's... It's all... It's such a fun world. It's such a strange world. Yeah. With so many possibilities. And I'm excited for Casey to discover everything. Yeah. And, And really following, listening to your inner guide, your higher self is really where the doors open, right? Because now if you want to stay with the person because they make you feel so good and you're happy and just because other people think that person's not right for you, who cares? Right. Or that person seems like the perfect person for you, but you want to explore something else, but you listen to your inner guide and you're like, no, I got to go. And they're like, are you crazy? Who cares? Right. So I think really connecting to your inner guide or your higher self or beating to your own drum or whatever that, that saying is, it doesn't matter. It's just really being connected and to know that it's all for you and it's for you to explore and expand. And there's no wrong. There's no wrong. That concept has been very liberating for Casey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't do something wrong. You think you can do something wrong, but you really can't. There's no wrong answers. There is all. no wrong answers. And people have conditioned you, this is the right way, this is the wrong way. All right. Yeah. But there's no wrong. There's yeah. no wrong. No. And it's everyone's video game. It's all for fun. It's all for fun. <laughs> And we take it so serious. (laughs) But that's okay. That's okay. Sometimes the game is more exciting when you make it serious. Yes. Right? (laughs) And then sometimes you can just enjoy. Are you having fun yet? What are you believing about yourself? Can you tell I'm passionate about beliefs? Let's listen back in. I think Ashlam, when, when we can relate to something of an everyday experience, like everyone, like most people could probably relate their parents being disappointed in you in grades because we, we place a big importance that if my child gets good grades, then I must be a good parent, hmm. right? Or if my child gets good grades, then my child must be smart. Or if my child gets good grades, and then they are smart, they will not be a failure, right? And right. these are all limiting yes. beliefs. And, and they're not necessarily your beliefs either. No, they're taught beliefs. They're not even from experience, right? Right. And um, which, you know, some, some people understand that Steve Jobs dropped out of college. Mm-hmm. So yeah. did Bill Gates, yes. you know? Does that determine their good grades to be how successful a human being can be? Right. No. You know, and there are some that do graduate with good grades and whatnot and that are successful, but that doesn't determine the worth of the person. No. But we are conditioned to believe that good grades equate to a successful life. And that was something that he had to learn. Mm-hmm. But in the moment, it, it felt so he- it felt so strong for him, mm-hmm. felt so heavy for him. Mm-hmm. Well, and um, you know, his mom was defining his self worth at that moment. Mm. You know, that's why that felt so heavy. Yes. And when somebody close to you says you're not good enough 
or you're not doing enough or you're not being enough, I would have to say that's a really tough place to be in, no matter who you are. Especially as someone who cares a lot about what people think about you and is just trying to mm-hmm. make everyone happy. Mm-hmm. And um, I can, me personally, I can really relate to that because I'm a very good reformed people pleaser. (laughs) (laughs) Like I, I just know how to make people happy. And I, I, I notice how you take your coffee and I notice what pillows you like to sleep with. And I know, I just, I notice these small details too, because it gave me such pleasure to make somebody happy. And then it wasn't until it was brought to my attention, like, well, what makes you happy? Not making somebody else happy, but like, what makes you personally happy? And I was just like, I don't know. Oh my goodness. How did I, how did I not know? Part of your path. It was part of my path to explore. Yeah. And so now I'm looking at what makes me happy. And it, I'll have to tell you (laughs) I have to tell you, Ashlam, you would think it would be easy. It is not for me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm way more comfortable in that people pleaser mode. (laughs) Oh, there's a reason why you gravitate towards it. (laughs) Exactly. There's a reason why I gravitate towards it. It is part of your path. That is what Ashlam said. I get really, really excited about these little clues. I want you to think about your own theme in your life. Take a deep breath with me. And the first thought that popped into your head, what was your theme, my friend? Whatever came up is for you. It is part of your soul work. I get so excited uncovering people's soul work, including my own. It's what we came here to explore. For me, I like it. It's because it makes me, it not makes me, but it feels easier knowing it and it encourages me. In a future podcast, you're going to meet Jeremy. And when we went into his past lives, He faced anger. And guess what? He is angry in this life. And I said to him, I'm like, Jeremy, this is your soul work. This is what you are to explore and overcome is this anger. And I said, Jeremy, you got to love the heck out of everything. Just love, love, love. So anyways... That's another podcast, but let's go back to Casey's session. Let's listen in. I'm beginning to see that there's wisdom to be gained in everything. There's a lesson in everything if you know where to look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Information is really everywhere. Yeah. 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 I know. Um, I was... <laughs> it's funny because they're like, oh, you're a tree hugger. But, you know, even connecting with the trees... Like placing your hands on the trees and just listening to what the tree has to say. Um, I was shocked myself. I was just like, whoa, Mm. like, wow, everything really does speak. Kate, that is something that Casey learned when he was living, when he was camping in the woods. Mm. That everything has a soul. Things that you wouldn't even imagine have trees, grass, yeah, rivers, yeah, yeah. oceans, everything has a spirit, yes. yeah, yeah. And it's funny because the Native American Indians um, had had known this, yes, and it was kind of lost in this Western society that everything has a spirit. And I think science is beginning to understand that there's, you know, there's information in the molecules of the trees, the DNA, the code, 
like they uncovered the code, but they haven't gotten to the spirit yet. Just because some a, a being's consciousness isn't exactly like yours doesn't mean that it doesn't exist? Yeah, yeah. They haven't met that. They haven't done the leap yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's coming. It's coming. I agree. It's coming. And it's funny how we had it and we lost it. <laughs> <laughs> rediscovery (laughs) it's a rediscovery of the consciousness of everything you know there's a lesson in everything if you know where to look i love that line from ashlam i'm super excited for you friends i'm excited wherever you are in your journey i wanted to thank brian murphy for putting these podcasts together if you need some work done, you can find him on Fiverr and he's under the tag Brian Murphy 888. And so until the next time, my friends, see the wonder and magic of it all. If you're inspired to reach out or know somebody who is an expert in the subject matter we discussed today, please let us know. You can reach us at attractingwisdom at gmail.com or find us on Facebook under Attracting Wisdom and shoot us a message over there. AttractingWisdom.com is where we'll gather our information. Until next time, friends, explore away.